Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. We do apologize that it is late. We are how, ma how many days late are we? Uh, three days. Four days. It'll be four. Four days late. Uh, it's not our fault. For the free, well, is it not? There's a mandate here. We had to go find our vax cards. We're in L.A. We were not. I don't let anyone record <laughs> unless they have been vaccinated and boosted twice. Yeah, which is not even required or allowed. I tried to sneak some ivermectin in here and rub it on myself, but you stopped it. You confiscated it, and you said only vaxed. Allowed. It's vaxed only, boosted, double masked, <laughs> face shield. <laughs> Yeah, over every orifice. We we must prolong life at all costs. Yeah, no matter what. We must defeat COVID. No matter what. Prior we, infection, you gave me COVID so I could recover, so I could come in here. We will defeat COVID. Yes, not the Chinese, but COVID we will. We will beat it. We will beat it with our antibodies, which are just tiny little mini Rogans that yes. call in your body and fight back. Yes, thank God. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I had a birthday. Giannis Papas is with us. I had a birthday recently. Am I at the point where I'm friend of the show yet? Yeah. Friend of the show. Friends I always, of the show. I like that. That means like, I'm, you know, I'm friends with you guys. Friend of the show. Yeah. And I had a birthday recently. And uh, it's a real, when you get older and you have birthdays, you realize they, number one, they, they're annoying <laughs> and they shouldn't be celebrated. And then you, you realize your friends are... It, like my friend Michael, who's a nice guy, he's I'm the godfather to his son, who I love, but he's like a, an idiot, and he ordered like Italian subs to my room oh. in New York City, and like a charcuterie platter, and like a, tr a tray of like chicken parmesan, and this is after Louis Anderson and Meatloaf both dropped dead, <laughs> and he decided to order this. In my room, I'm staying there in New York alone, and then I'm not there. I'm, I'm doing stuff the whole day. I come back. It's just cold food that this junkie has <laughs> sent to my room. And I hate it. I hate the calls and the texts, happy birthday, from people you haven't spoken to in years. Yeah, well, that's how you know I'm a real friend. Yes. First of all, I don't even think you called or texted. If I would have known it was your birthday. Yeah, yeah. I, was about to, I was about to say, this is how you know I'm a real friend. Then I realized I didn't know it was your birthday. No, but that's a friend. That's a friend, yeah. People that go, oh, it's, people are texting you and speaking. You haven't spoken to them in years. Happy birthday, boss. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's embarrassing. Well, you know, I'm, you know, if someone's going to, if, if someone in this business is going to wish you a happy birthday, this is what I learned this week. Yeah. If I'm going to wish Tim Dillon a happy birthday, I'm going to plug my dates at the end. I'm going to yes. turn that camera around. Burt Kreischer gave me a nice one-two yeah. lesson on turning into content. I'm yeah. like, happy birthday, Tim Dillon. And then He's the best marketer in the business. You swing that camera. He does the swing. Yeah. And you go, Tampa, February yeah. 10th. Yeah. Soul Joel's, yeah. February He's 5th. He's the best marketer. No, if his daughter has a period, he goes on Instagram live. <laughs> He's the best marketer in the entire business it should be it should be you should listen to that yeah and go, 
Yeah. That is the goal. Yeah. Ben Ben gets a happy birthday text because I, I can't monetize it. Yeah. So you'll get one. But for Timmy Dillon, I'm yeah, I'm shooting a sketch with it. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be it's gotta mean more. Yeah. But you just get you get older and, and you realize that you're just dying. And then the people that are wishing you happy birthday in a weird way they kind of want you to die. Yeah. <laughs> I that- almost feel like every text like happy birthday, hope it's the last one. <laughs> You know? Yeah, well, it's, it's almost like a message when you send those yeah. type of sandwiches to the room. That's it, was, a, it was embarrassing. That's how you know, my friend. I would have sent you, if I would have known it was your birthday, yeah. I would have given you what you want, what you need, and that's a pokeball. Yeah. I mean, you, it's embarrassing to come back to, like, chafing dishes from a Long Island fireman's retirement party yeah. in your room alone. Yeah. I'm like, this is an embarrassing thing that nobody needs and I'm in bed. Now I got to call the people at the hotel and go, can you just take this out? Can you take all this food out of here? Did you not eat it and just order? It's cold. It's cold. Yeah. It's, it's been sitting there for 10 hours. So what you're saying is it's not always the thought that counts. It's never the thought that counts. <laughs> it's a lie. But when, when, when Michelle, our friend Michelle, brought, yes. you, brought you a re-gifted sweater that was three sizes too small... Wasn't that the, that was a good thought. She, 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 she bought a gift for someone that didn't want it. And then she came in and gave it to me and it was three sizes too small. Thoughtful though. Thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughtful as if she walked past in her house and said, oh, I got to get rid of this thing. Well, she's the type of person when she lies, she believes it. Yeah. So that's the best type of liar. Right. She believed as soon as that person said, I don't want this. Michelle literally believed that she bought it for me. Yeah. She believes it. That's how you know faith is stronger than reason. Yeah. Because if she would have taken one second to reason, she would have said, Tim is not a child small. Yeah, it was. Cr- and then she said something like, yeah, you you work. in." I go, you work? She goes, yeah. You, she goes, you jog and you'll fit in it. Yeah. Yeah. Jog. Yeah. <laughs> I'll jog and get hit by a bus and reincarnated as someone who still wouldn't fit <laughs> yeah. into it. It was but she's a lot. But I like people around me that are liars and degenerates. It's a good show. It's a fun show. It's a fun show. No, most of my friends are. You know, they're, these are people you want to watch. Yeah, yeah. We just had a um, for two reasons. Double, for, yeah. double entendre. Yes, pun intended. We just had a fun meeting. Yeah, we had a fun meeting, and I don't know if we should talk about this. Should we should text your lawyer first? We had a fun meeting with the people that run the Substack. So have you heard of this now? Substack. Journalists can't get things published in the mainstream news um, when they're writing because the mainstream news, we all know, is corporate-sponsored propaganda and these people are fearless thought leaders. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So they're fearless thought leaders. And which I like. I'm all for Substack. Go make that money. Hey, go make that bread. Bari. <laughs> Who came to the show. We had a great show at the Comedy Store. Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, uh, and then Bari Weiss came to the show and did, uh, did 30 minutes, uh, talked about uh, uh, Israel at the end. We appreciated that. Uh, we had a meeting with the Substack founder wanted to meet with me, and I brought you. Yes. It's much like in Goodwill Hunting when Matt Damon just sent Ben Affleck when he didn't want it. Yeah. I went in there like Ben Affleck, like, retainer! Yeah. 
<laughs> they they called me and Ben, right? Yes, yes. And, yes. and it, it describe for the people what they're trying to do because the show on Patreon is big mm. and they want us to jump. They want us to jump over from Patreon to them and take everything with with, with us. Yeah. And get off and get off YouTube. Yes. For free. For free. <laughs> and get off uh, YouTube as well for no money. Cuz you're friends. Cuz we believe in what they're doing. So they call us. A woman called us, and she's a nice woman. She's a peppy. She's a uh, pep. And she called, hi, hi. We're like big fans. Uh, and I'm like, 20 million bucks. $20 million. I mean, you saw her dress. She could afford it. 20 million. She can't. $20 million. Like I said, if you give me 20 million, I'll, YouTube, I'll say, who tube? Right. I'm off. <laughs> Sorry, Susan, whatever her name is. I leave here. And then I leave a Patreon. I don't know who the hell runs that. 20 million bucks because we got businesses that make money. Rogan got a lot, but you got to pay money here. And so then we threw that number out. And then she, you could tell she was like aghast at that number on the phone. She didn't understand it. Maybe she thought you were joking. That's why they went through with the meeting. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know what she thought, but then she said, we want you should sit down with the founder of Substack because they want to be doing more stuff with content. So I brought you. You brought me, yeah. You, uh, you brought me and it was a message. You were basically saying... Me and my friend were walking, and we may walk by that restaurant. We're having fun. You're not in L.A. all the time. No. This is not a serious signing meeting. I can tell that. Yeah, the message is, uh, I'm going to fit you into what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. We're going to, and, 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 and how do you think it went? Did you enjoy it? It was a, as we said, it was a good show. It was fun. It was a good show. You, you set the game at the beginning. Yeah. They, they thought, hey, we're going to sit down. They were thinking, like, this is going to be a three-hour meal. We're going to get to know Tim and only Tim. Yeah. The reservation was for four. Right. Like we had to change tables. They were like, oh, who's this? Yeah. And Tim's like, this is my friend. We had to find a new table. They had to put us in another section of the restaurant. Yeah. And they thought it was just going to be a nice bonding right. dinner where you were an ally in the revolution. Right. Yeah. They didn't know that you were there to let them know we're playing a different game, and that game is, listen, let's get right to it, We, because let's not act like we all don't have real friends. Yeah. I mean, let's- I said that. I let's said, get back to our real friends. We we have real friends. I said, let's- we all have real friends. Yeah. In the, you know, You're like, let's not- let's let, get right to it. Let's yeah. Let's cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's cut it out here. We all got real friends waiting for us. Are you smoking crack? Uh, we're not moving the operation- to Substack for no money. Are you on crack cocaine, sir? Good sir and madam. They said to me, they go, we'd love if you did it for a reason that was other than financial. <laughs> what? No. I, well, I'm not going to do it. The only reason I would do it, if you gave me a shitload of money, and I don't have to charge anybody any more money on Patreon. Meaning, like, my fans get the same deal they've always had. They don't get fucked over at all. And you give me a chunk of money, then maybe we'll consider it. But you didn't want to just... My, the thing that I was a little 
surprised by was that you didn't want to get to know them better. They they seemed like it would be a fun hang. Yeah, they wanted yeah, they wanted to like be buddies. They thought we were gonna be buds. And they thought it was gonna work out where I would be like, hey, you know it would be fun. I was gonna call Ben and go, let's just 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 delete the Patreon right now. <laughs> They thought I was going to do it in the middle of dinner. I go, hey, why don't we delete? Let's just delete the uh, YouTube and the Patreon. Yeah, I, you know, you guys are visionaries, and I just want to do it for the culture, the cause. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about it, and that's why I worked so hard to build it on my own, just so I could, just over dinner, I could be charmed and give it away. Yeah, and they go, they go, they go. Well, we don't want to own you. Yeah, I go. Well, I'm not owned now. Right. Nobody owns me now. They're like, well, what's great about the Substack is we have the email. Yeah. They go, we have the email list. Have you, you have, we have email on the site. We can email the people. They know we have that too, right? I don't know if they do know that we have email. They go, we have email. You can email your people when their episodes come out. You send the email. They were really searching for reasons why. They didn't know what they didn't was, know. They had no idea. They had no idea what the advantage would be. They go, well, it's a community. Yeah. It's a community of people that get emails. Yeah. Don't you want... And I said, I like what you're doing. I like the idea that these journalists can go make money. Andrew Sullivan and Barry Weiss and uh, Greenwald and Taibbi, whoever. These are people that should have a platform and a way to monetize uh, their stuff. But then they were like shitting on Patreon. It's like, listen, you're just doing what Patreon did for journalists. That's exactly what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. You're shitting on the thing that... you that That's the whole... Thing, right? right, right. It would almost be like if Patreon met with the journalists right. and said, hey, guys, why don't you come over here for nothing? And then right. they would be like, but wouldn't that disrupt my whole thing? Right. And they go, no, 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 no. No, because we have email. Yeah, what about the email situation? Have you heard of the email? That yeah. we, we, we can send emails to people here. You don't have to go to the post office anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not snail mail. We got real email. We got the real thing. We got real email here. Yeah. And uh, they were nice enough people, but they didn't. I, I don't. I don't think they fully understood what they were saying. No, yeah, like I said, they were calling for a different type of meeting. The, yeah. the meeting they had was a lot shorter than they expected. Was I rude? No, I don't think you were rude at I all. I was cold. I think. I think you were realistic. I think it was. Well, the just, restaurant's disgusting. Yeah. Well, that part. You brought yeah. me to a dump. <laughs> then you admitted you'd never been there before. Why would you take me someplace you'd never been? These tech people don't eat. They don't know anything about food. Right. Um, and they brought me to some dump. Right. And and then it was just kind of a contentious back and forth. And then it, well, I stood up and left. Yeah, right in the middle of one of their sentences. Yeah. Yeah. You went, oh, I forgot. I have to do this thing. And that was it. And they that were was like, it. Uh, yeah. One of the guys, his face was, it was just turned red a lot. Right. It looked like he was, it looked like he was on a date with a crush. And he just kept turning red from his expectation that things would have been different and they were not what he thought. Well, it, it's kind of wild to me to imagine that somebody would disrupt their entire thing to go over to this other thing that has value, I'm sure. I mean, people make money there for nothing. For nothing. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah, that's, this, that's exactly how Elon Musk got started. I want all of the money you're giving to Katie Herzog. I want it now. That's exactly how all the big guys got started. They built the thing, and then someone came and said, do it over here. Just do it here. Make us big. It's, I'd I, like, the guy goes, I'd like you to be jazzed about it. <laughs> Are you jazzed? 
I go, no, you're you're not saying you, there's no money. Yeah. yeah. And then one guy goes, well, why is it so much money? I go, well, you got to give me three times what I'm making minimum. Yeah. Because why change anything? It's not broke, don't fix. Who cares? Right. Now, if the guy wasn't foreign from a country that you... Australia, what, I got problems with them. And why? I said during the quarantine lockdown that Australians were lazy criminals who wanted to drink in their backyards and didn't value having any kind of rights, including the right to work, which in Australia is laughable. It's like America, the right to exercise. Right. right. In Australia, the right to work. It's like nobody, I mean, it's just, it's not even real there, okay? There's a few people in Australia that work, very few, uh, but the vast majority of people who live in Australia are wombats. <laughs> and there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but they're, you know what I mean? And yeah, they're like doing shoeies. They're drinking beer out of their shoe. They're animals. Are we, you know, and I, I get death threats all the time about this, and then they want me to go tour there to get killed. Really? Australians get really that bent out of shape? Some of them get mad. They can't take a joke. Yeah. And, and the other problem is I'm not joking. <laughs> so then that's the problem. Right. But this guy was fun enough, the Australian guy. He was trying. He was trying. He was trying. Yeah. He was really trying. He was trying. He reminded me of like a girl who's been kidnapped. Yeah. And she's seen the face of the guy that's kidnapped her. And she's pleading, just please, I want to see my parents. Please let, let me live. And the guy yeah. goes, of course I'm going to let you live if you're just good and do what I say. Right. And then... In the back of her head, she has a little hope, and she keeps, you know, and then she knows she, when she turns around, he's just going to hit her in the head with a brick yeah. to kill the witness. That, there, that, that's what that's, his vibe was. That's the yeah. vibe. Yeah, the vibe was like the little glimmer of hope, even, just out of desperation. You said Substack, they're having problems right now. What's going on? with They, they got the QAnon people in there now? Yeah, I'll, I'll pull this up. They have What's a QAnon lady. On I, I saw that on Right Wing Watch today. Ugh, don't bring up Right Wing Watch. I hate them. <laughs> I hate anyone that's watching anyone. Stop watching. <laughs> Left Wing Watch, any of the watches. Why anti-vaxxers, QAnon influencers, and white nationalists are flocking to Substack. Well, this is going to be silly. Let's, I mean, what are they mad about here? Robert Malone and Berenson, let them say what they want to say. Who are the QAnon influencers? I'm more interested in that. I'm bored of this vaccine nonsense. You got to admit, the QAnon guys got better imaginations. If you're still in QAnon right now, it's nothing short of downright impressive. It is It is commitment. It, the fact that you've been able... QAnon is like guys at the, in 2009 during the mortgage crisis are like, no, it's still good. <laughs> it's still good. Yeah. yeah. My favorite was when they were showing up in Dallas... At Daily Plaza, waiting for JFK Jr. to come back. I mean, that is beauty. They're having more fun on Earth than we will ever have. Um, you got to so, admit, it's fun. It's a fun club. It's a, it's absolutely fun. It's a lot more fun than the other side, who's just going around. You got to be in a club. Yeah. So whether you get a, an ape NFT and change your profile picture, and then you're in the that board ape yacht club. Yeah. Or you go to Daily Plaza and wait for JFK Jr. to come back. The latter sounds a lot funner to me. Some guy, Mercola, is open about the fact that he's using Substack to publish content, which even he himself considered to be too controversial to keep on his own website. In May 2021, he deleted posts on a site which promoted a range of false COVID-19 cures, including effectively inhaling bleach. <laughs> I kind of like that. 
In his Substack post, Mercola announced that he'd be bringing his deleted content back by publishing it on the platform. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Hey, all that content I got rid of, it's back, baby. I love that his cure is the same as an alcoholic, yeah. a desperate alcoholic who's ran out of real bottles. Right. Just, just start huffing. <laughs> Just start looking under. That's what alcoholics do when they're out. They just start looking under the sink. But here's the deal. People, this is a subscriber model. You subscribe. What's the problem? Adults subscribing for the entertainment they want. This isn't a Super Bowl commercial. No. We're not going in the middle of the Super Bowl and saying inhale bleach, yeah. fight COVID. Hey, right wing watch. If you haven't noticed, this is a private club. It's a private club. People pay to get in. Why? You can't. It's just like. Any private club. Right. You're on someone's property right now. How about you go after the Bohemian Grove or like Skull and Bolt? Like, what about those? They're private clubs. Yes. QAnon influencers uh, are on Substack. Jordan Sather, Patel Patriot, and Technofrog. Technofog. 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 <laughs> post regularly for both free and paid <laughs> subscribers. While in the comments, QAnon followers engage with one another to debate and share conspiracy theories. Well, where would you? Where do you want them to do it? Right. Where do you want them to do it? Mm -hmm. That could have been an effective pitch if they did it. Much if they, better. If they said, hey, Tim. Yes. You know, you joke about everybody. Yes. You're a comedian. But if you ever lose it. Right. If you ever lose it. Right. And go hard right. We got your back. No, it would be better if they sat me down and said, "There's, it's a matter of time before you degenerate <laughs> mentally yeah. into, into something right. that YouTube will simply not allow on right. that platform. Right. It's a matter of time before you turn that corner. Right. We want to let you know we are that corner. It's a safe place for you. We are, will allow you to go rant and rave about yeah. whatever you think the problem is that week. Yeah. Whatever scrambled brain... You have, in the future, it has a home. It has a home. It's a safe on, place. On Substack. Yes. That at least would have been a pitch. It would have been something. It would have been smart. Yeah. I don't even want to go into all the names of the people. I don't care. They've named a ton of people. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't matter to me because I, I, I don't... If you're subscribing, who gives a fuck? Right. But isn't it a hip place for a comedian to be in a club with a bunch of classical liberal journalists? That's the other thing. I mean, that's as hip as it gets. There's no comedians over there. No. And if they want a comedian to come over there, they got to, you know, give me a lot of money. Money. That's all we're talking about here. Yeah, that's the difference between comedians and journalists. Comedians have the potential and often do make real money. Right. Yeah. What I should have said is, yes, I'll do it for free. Yes. But my show is me and Alex Jones. <laughs> Let me tell you who my show is before I'm going to do it for free. And they would have smiled and been excited. I would have said, you got me. Yeah. I Hey, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I don't need any money to delete the YouTube channel and the Patreon. Can you imagine <laughs> these psychopaths? Yeah, yeah. We'll delete it all and we'll build it back from scratch. So it's me and Alex Jones. You go. They go, we want the Tim Dillon show. You go. You know what? I don't want to do the Tim Dillon show The anymore. Tim Dillon show's dead. I want to do crisis actors with yeah. Tim Dillon and Alex Jones. I have a new show called Sandy Hook Question Mark, <laughs> where me and Alex Jones go over the evidence, because there's evidence. There's not, but I would say that at the dinner, because there's evidence. No, I've seen some auditions in Backstage Magazine for crisis actors. Yeah, I've people, seen them. Yeah, I've seen it. People that want to 
pretend they got shot yeah. Yeah. outside of a school. Yeah. But it didn't work, and we left. And unfortunately, I think the door is now going to be shut <laughs> after this show. That's so strange, because at the end, you said, let's keep talking. Let's keep talking. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking now. Yes. I think that's what you meant. Yeah. We're all talking. You're like, I'll be talking later. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk. Yeah. It was fun. One of them said... He thinks he could come up with something that you might be interested in. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. What, a commemorative mug? <laughs> <laughs> they had it in mines? A tote bag? Yeah. I mean, what they, tote what, bag? What would the point be? This is the thing. Now, people are probably listening to this going, you greedy pig, all you want is money. Yeah, okay. That's number one. What else would be the point? Yeah. What's the point? Friendship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They go, no, you have all your content in one place. Yeah. You've got it in YouTube and on Patreon. and it, It's all over. They were basically saying, like, don't you want to hide it all? Yeah. <laughs> you know how everything's decentralized? What if you centralize it all? Yeah. You know how it's so accessible on every platform? Yeah. What if we hit it on ours? What if we hide it and put it somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's basically and what And this new was. thing, which I didn't realize... Every subscriber that signed up would have to be interviewed by Barry Weiss, <laughs> whether they were anti-Semitic or not. They threw that in at the end. There's a test Barry Weiss gives every new subscriber. She calls you on the phone and, and goes through 10 questions if you're anti-Semitic. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Bitcoin down right now. People are upset. Crypto's tumbling. The true believers are doubling down. Maybe some of them are buying. Nobody knows where the bottom is or the floor. You were just talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, he took his whole salary uh, for the Rams, one million bucks in Bitcoin, full in Bitcoin. Someone ran the numbers, all he, all his payouts to agents, lawyers, whatever. With the dip in Bitcoin, it's now worth thirty-four thousand dollars. Is what he's making right now playing for the Rams as a professional football player. Yeah, but it could go up, right? That is true. So that's why you do the Bitcoin. That is the hope. Yeah. I'm not getting into it until there's a way I can hold it. 
I need well, to be that's able to. Well, that's the whole point is that you can't. I know, but they got at least an effigy, at least some symbol of it to know that it's in the computer. So if I go to a strip club, <laughs> yeah. I can. Th I need you to be able to throw it. it. I need to be able to fling it at yeah. a stripper. Yeah. I can't just ask like the stripper. Like Hanukkah coins. Yeah. I just can't tell the stripper, like, yeah. are, do you want to be a part of the future or not? Strippers are taking crypto. Are they? Why not? I don't know. Maybe not this week. Yeah. It's tough. It's down about 37,000. Mm -hmm. What's the lowest it hit? The lowest uh, this year? Well, the lowest it's hit in the past couple of weeks. Uh, this. Looks like about 36. It's, um, I have one Bitcoin, so I just watch my Bitcoin go up and then go down. Hopefully, we're going back to the Bitcoin conference again this mm -hmm. year in April. We're, we're negotiating that. Yeah. We have Substack who's going to negotiate it for us, so we're really excited about what they get. Well, like, does having a Bitcoin, if you have a Bitcoin, does Madagascar get to have electricity? Like, is there a way to do it where everyone can still keep electricity? Because it takes a lot of energy, right? doesn't take as much energy as other things. No. I mean, it takes a lot of energy, the mining of it. Right. But, I mean, everything takes energy. Right. So, I mean, we, we hop on a plane whenever the hell we want. Is it, does it take as much energy as trying to decipher a text from Whitney Cummings? Nothing takes <laughs> that much energy. So then... Does Whitney have any Bitcoin? I don't know. I stayed at her house. I think she thought I was Schultz for the first two days. She pissed on uh, on the lawn. She pissed on the lawn like a dog. Now, why does she use the bathroom outside? She does that because she wants to mark her, the ground, her her what she owns, so the coyotes know that another animal is there and the territory is claimed. And she's right. There is an animal there. Well, there is an animal. <laughs> there is an untrained animal. No, yeah, she got up from supper. We were eating. Yeah. She took the dog out. She's got a baby little pit. And to show the baby, she was teaching the baby, she squatted and peed. And then the baby, and the baby, who was going to pee anyway. Yeah. But in her mind, she's going, the baby's now peeing. The baby Pitbull's now peeing because I showed it to pee. Right. Nobody does that. The, the Pitbull's still going to pee because dogs pee when they got to go to the bathroom. They don't pee because they watched a human do it outside right. and then go, okay, now you gave me that idea. This is the real QAnon. It's not, it's, it, people think it's these Hollywood sex parties. Yeah. It's just Whitney coming shitting on her lawn. Yes. No. Like now That's, that I've been here yeah. a weekend, nobody's drinking baby blood, but people are shitting on their own property yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we love her, and she's a wild woman, and, yes. you know, and she's unpredictable. And I went to Stamos' house. I checked the basement. Yeah. There's no adrenochrome bar. But I don't think he was ever implicated. Well, he's close enough to Tom Hanks. That's true. Right, so even if he's not doing it, he knows about it. Tom Hanks, yeah, that was a big one. Tom Hanks was the big one. Right, right. I checked. I checked. There's no... Chrissy Teigen is where I tapped out. Yeah, because, like, why? She's not important. I just don't have a high opinion of her. It's like... If you're going to tell me somebody's a, a running a human trafficking ring or they're a satanic cannibal, at least let them be talented. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at least let them have some kind of fucking talent. Right. Like Michael Jackson, I can believe. You know what? Yeah. yeah. Or You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about Woody. Woody. I was in New York and I was thinking about Woody. I drove by where he lives. I was staying up there in that area on the Upper East Side and... I mean, the guy is just such a chronic, the, the way he chronicled Manhattan and New York in a place that we love um, is, you know, he's on his 50th feature. Mm -hmm. The man is 86. And he's going to have to sell it on Louis C.K.'s website. He's selling. 
His new movie is coming out on GasDigital.com. GasDigitalNetwork.com. Yeah, yeah. It was Jake on that. <laughs> Woody Allen's new podcast at Gas Digital with Zach Amico. What do you feel about it? Because here's the, the way we come down on it. Is he guilty? Probably. Is Mia guilty? Yes. Put them all in jail. She adopted an entire Taiwanese fuck village. You got to cut her off at some point. Like a bartender at a bar. Yeah. You've had too many. <laughs> You've had too many. She's bringing Thailand to him. <laughs> he doesn't even have to get on a plane. So, like, my whole thing is, like, uh, is everybody has some blame there. And I don't want to make light of this, this young girl's suffering if this happened. Right. Which it might have. And I, you know... But how do you, as a New Yorker... It's a tough one. ...and a fan of Woody Allen and someone who has a daughter and cares about kids, how do you make everything okay in your head? Because this is the thing now that's coming up in a lot of discussions. We are finding out that most of these, or not most, but a good amount of these people that we held in high esteem and respected uh, cooked children in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> The only way you could do it is by separating the art from the artist. Like, taking away his movies from us isn't a punishment to him. It's a punishment to us. So right. give us the movies, because the movies are good. The movies didn't diddle anyone. The movies did nothing wrong. Put Woody and all, turn Epstein Island, which is now vacant. I'm sure somebody's trying to buy it. Probably the Chinese. Yeah. But before the Chinese That's get there. Really, Bitcoin 2022, <laughs> Little St. James. Take that island and make it a Me Too island. Yes. And you put all, because a lot of talented guys have been Me Tooed. Think about the lineup at a comedy club. It's a great idea. If you did a Me Too tour. Great idea. I mean, you got Cosby closing. You got Louie. Yeah. You got, uh, is, I don't know, is Dalia back? He's back. He's back. I don't know what he did. Maybe he didn't do it. He didn't, but he was opening that. You're opening He's with a bang. Back. Yeah. You're opening with a bang. And then you have Woody making movies. You got Louie making his movie too, which is the Brothers McMullen with Joe List. Right. You got it all cooking and, and, you, and you stream it to us. We get right. to see it, but they have to live horribly. Like they're in jail. But on they, a tropical island. On a tropical island. It's a it's a jail. They're wh they're white collar criminals. You can't put them in Rikers. You don't pick. It's going to hurt their creativity. They need cantaloupe. They need cantaloupe. Right. And they need the occasional thing that they like. But what happens when you take all these uh, people that have massive problems? You purge all of them from art. You know what you get? You and I'm not saying art should be created by exclusively pedophiles. Right. But I'm saying that like. When you get rid of all of the people that have ever said a wrong thing or had a, a bad relationship or been a drug addict, what are you going to get? You get bad art. You get bad art. You get homogenous, boring, pointless horseshit that nobody likes. It doesn't. It, it's. It doesn't resonate with anybody. People that don't understand the human condition. Um, you get like weird paper pusher, uh, office politics type of like bureaucrats that are now trying to be comedians and artists and movie filmmakers. It's yeah. weird. We suffer. There's no reason for us to suffer. Right. And we, the taxpayers, should be able to say we demand their art, but they can't get paid for it. What if there was just a disclaimer before the movie, go, this movie's made by a pedophile? Yeah, I think adult. I, I think. Yeah. Would you even leave the theater if they said this movie's made by a pedophile? How many people leave the theater? What if it was a big one, like a new Marvel movie? Right before it, they just come out with a screen, they go, uh, this movie's made by a pedophile. 
I'm a mature adult. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You go, you go, hey. Separate the Not up. into that. Yeah. Not into that, but let's check out what these explosions. And people would scream that at the screen. There'd yeah. be some guy, separate the art from the artist. <laughs> like somebody would go to walk out and he'd be like, but you got to separate the art <laughs> from the artist. It's the only way to do it. We should not suffer. Yeah. I mean, the guy who made the Galaxy movie, he he had some... Some he had some jokes. tweets. Some tweets. Some jokes. James some jokes. Yeah, it's jokes though, right? Jokes. Yeah. So, I mean, don't take him away. He makes good movies. He doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a real sticky thing. Yeah. Because we obviously view the activities as vile and heinous. With Woody, you know, it's, it's weird because it's in the context of a family dynamic that was really fucked. Him and Mia had this weird... It's unfair. Can we trade? Like, because Woody's hearsay, right? It's like her story versus his. Right. She was a child. But also hers and, like, some of the friends. Some more, yeah. Okay. There's a few words. It's hers and hers and hers and hers versus his. He probably did it. He might have. But even, like, Delia, it's just hearsay. He may not have done anything. It's hearsay. It's all hearsay. It's hearsay. So look about this trade. Right. We go Marv Albert, the voice of... The New York Knicks and and national broadcasts on sports forever retired with grace after having prostitutes for lunch over and over again. Right. He would bite them and bite them and bite them and bite he them. He liked to bite. And he got and and he just got grandfathered in to grace. Like no consequences. Can we yeah. say, hey, we'll give you Marv Albert. We know what he did. We have the bite marks as proof. Give us one back. We'll watch him, of course. Right. You know, we'll make sure he doesn't do it again. But girls need Leah. The comedy fans, the girls, they need that. He's funny. Give us him. We'll give you I think a real he, offender. I, I think he's back. And I, I think there was a lot of confusion about what he did. It's not clear. It's not clear. It's may, not, maybe unfair. It's I don't know. It's not clear. Yeah. I, it, I heard he was directed a high school production of Rent. <laughs> and people got angry at him. Now, I don't, but I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. No one knows. We just know what we read. And how can you trust what you read? I only trust Substack. I, I need to Have you gone to Substack? <laughs> Substack is fearless thought leaders. I will who not work for free. I will not make a decision on what actually happened to Delia until Dr. Robert Malone comments on it. Dr. Robert Malone. He'll tell us what's going on. Let, let's get Dr. Robert Malone in here, please. <laughs> Be like, what's the truth about all these people and what they did? He's got the Does, answers. He had like a bolo tie on when he did Rogan, Dr. <laughs> Robert Malone. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing instills you with confidence in a doctor is in a bolo tie. And uh, Jordan Peterson went into Rogan looking like Huckleberry Finn. Well, his pants were like looked like he was in a river. Well, he's in a he's in a, he was in a um he was in a uh, like a uh, uh what was he in like a tux with a bow tie mm-hmm. and short pants. He's like you know it's not immediately clear to me why climate <laughs> is climate. It's not immediately clear to me. He you know he's been through it. Yeah, he's been through the ringer. Been through the ringer. And he's a brilliant guy. He's a smart guy. Yep. And, but he looks right now like he's, uh, like he's in his almost his final form. (laughs) 
which is a Batman villain. Like, he seems to be... He looks like he just took a break from a catering hall handing out fucking shellfish. Yeah, he seems like a, like an angry maitre d' at a Long Island Italian restaurant <laughs> screaming about climate yeah. change. <laughs> oh, you don't like your table? I told you it's the only table here. We don't have an innumerable amount of space. That's the problem with people. They think there's an innumerable amount of opportunities to eat. You can eat the eggplant rollatini and you can eat it anywhere. It's not immediately clear to me if we put you in another table that you'd be having a better thing. The thing about Marxism and the Pareto principle is that eggplant rollatini in any society concentrates in the hands of fewer and fewer people. Well, that's correct. But it's actually so correct that you have no idea how correct it is. So it's an underestimation of the problem. Your table on the corner is an underestimation of the problem. Yeah. You just walk away and you go like... Rogan needs a new character. Like, Rogan has these guys, but we, got, we need someone new. We need... Who's a new professor? We need, like, a new... Like yeah. a new professor. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, you know, he's great, but he's, he's, you know, he's done it. Right. So we need, like, a new... Yeah, who would it be? I don't know. Like, what other professor from some college you never heard about? Is yeah, it's got to be. It's yeah. got to be from a small, small college that didn't matter to anyone, and they have to be the next guy. Yes, you know. Yes. Well, but, I'm sure there's a lot. The money's better. Yeah, the money's better online than it is at. You know, uh, it's got to be like a college, like a small college. Yeah. And a video's got to go viral of, like, uh, a lesbian beating him with a stick. Yes. <laughs> like, just three lesbians beating him with a lacrosse stick. Yeah, or just a bunch of students burning his book. Yeah, burning his book, and they're, like, pushing his car. Like, if you see a bunch of... And we can organize this, and, yeah. and perhaps it has been. Yeah. But you put someone in a car, and then the students are just, like, you see the car going back and forth... And the, the professor's like, you know. <laughs> just a bunch of kids with purple hair just pouring milkshakes on yeah. him as he screams. And then he needs to emerge as like the next guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's, it's got to be a great, like the name has to be perfect. Yes. Like it's got to be like. Uh, the university's always like. Uh, yeah. Greenfield. Yeah. Greenfield College. Yeah. Greenfield College <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> Dr. Eric von Schlossberg. <laughs> Please welcome Dr. Eric von Schlossberg. So you're an anthropologist, but let's yeah. talk about microbiology. <laughs> no, it'll be a guy. It'll be a guy. It'll be a gym teacher. Can it be a gym teacher? It has to be a guy who's 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 like degree is in exercise science. Dr. Eric von Schlossberg from uh, the University of Winnipeg, brutally beaten by four field dykes. <laughs> And is now here to talk about his theory of, you know... Of antimatter. Yeah. Why Galileo was a hack. Dr. Eric von Schlossberg, gym teacher, University of Winnipeg. Let's talk black holes. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, um, they've really opened up their, uh, their fields of interest. Yeah. They really are. Well, everybody, it's the... the like, I, we always thought about doing a sketch where it's funny where it's like a guy who's like has a mentor who's a professor and, and he sits down with him. He's like, I, I want to let you know, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. And the professor's like, I'm trying to get on Logan Paul's show. <laughs> and the guy's like, what are you, he goes, he goes like, are you, so are you like working on anything? And he goes, yeah, I'm working on getting on Impulsive. <laughs> 
can you get me on impulsive? Yeah. yeah. And you go, well, I thought you were kind of like, weren't you working on a theory? Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on a theory of not being broke. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I got yeah. a new theory called not being broke. Yes. And I'm trying to get my numbers up. Yeah. And he said a lot of valuable things. And we, we like Jordan. We've had yes. Jordan on the show. Um, you but, know, but it's just, it's it's funny because this is a new archetype of guy. Yeah. Like renegade professor, yes, right? renegade professor. Like back in the day, there were professors who were like protesting Vietnam. Yes. And everybody's like, you communist piece of shit. But a lot of them were like legit protesting a war in Vietnam. Some of, you know, Chris Hedges gave a great speech during the Iraq war and he got booed where he said, this is bad. We shouldn't be doing this. And he was booed and then fired from the New York Times. And I think, I forget, and Ben won't look it up because he's got too much else on his plate. But I'll just keep spouting things, whether they're true or not. Chris Hedges uh, fired Iraq war speech. But if you were at Substack, we give you six Bens. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could have been another pitch. We clone Ben and we get three more. Yeah. That's all right. We'll get. We'll find it in an hour. Maybe Substack's right. <laughs> oh yeah, where was it? A rocky commencement at which college? Rockford College in, in Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. But he got fired after this. I think the New York Times fired him. Because so professors have always been speaking out. Yeah. Where did you you went to George Washington? Uh no, I went to uh the American University. And uh, it's the it's it, our, yeah, it was made by America. In, in uh, where in uh in Washington DC, a lot yeah. of CIA Big, yeah. big school of international service is huge. Right. A very huge, probably the biggest breeding ground for CIA agents. And also during World War One, the McKinley Building is where they uh, invented chemical warfare for World War One in the McKinley Building. Oh, wow. Yes. I have cancer from having class. Now a lot building. of it's MIT. Yeah. Because well, NSA is at MIT. Right. But a lot of those um, CIA recruits out of... Um, what you call it? My school is hilarious. Your school, a lot of DC schools, Georgetown, whatever. Just some like some rich kids from New York, right. and then you'd have school vendors. It's just some, just some uh, prince's son in a right. purple Lamborghini studying sociology. We have that in LA, except they're not in school. Right. It's a prince's son in a Lamborghini. Right. Studying fucking TikTok or yes. whatever. Yes. You know. Yeah. Royalty has really gone downhill, huh? Yeah. I mean, when you look at Harry and Meghan, how disgusting. They have really- Can you imagine? Shame the royal name. Well, it's just the idea of it's such a hatched plot. Yeah, first of all, him marrying outside his gene pool was a no-no. Well- He should have got excommunicated for that. We have a cousin for you lined up. Right. Yeah. We have someone that we we share. Yeah. But, I feel like the royal babies, they throw the first three out just because they get born yeah. deformed. And then Meghan Markle, who's a Hollywood actress, and she she knew they were racist. Big, she was a big one before she, this. Well, no, not really. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I missed that. It's late. <laughs> she went over there, and she took him, and now they're in uh, you know, America. And, and But it's just, it's such, so clearly a plotted thing, you in my so. opinion. You oh, think so? Come on. I thought, I think it's love. Well, no, not only is it not love, but it's, she knew they were racist. They're the royal fucking family. Right. They have the blood of everybody on their hands. And then not only were they racist, but they're so, they have to move to LA and live in a mansion and get a deal with Netflix. Yeah. As a way to curate. By the way, they moved to America, the, like, the the country with no racism. Right. <laughs> no racism here. Right, no. They moved last summer. Remember last summer? Yeah. 
Just everything just calm and peaceful on the race front. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a law. It's a bullshit thing. Right. Well-deserved deal, though. No, I respect them. Yes. You have to. I respect, but that's what, Roy, like, everything now is just, it's just be famous to whatever degree you can, even though he was already famous, and appear to be good. But they kicked it up a level. They did. They went counterculture on they the did. royal family. They did. They went, they went counter. Well, it's a great narrative. Yes. It's a great story. The only thing anyone cares about is whether the story is good. Right. And it's a great story. Right. No, she moves into, what is it, Buckingham Palace? Yes. They live happily ever after. You know, the queen talks behind their back all the time, you know. Right. But they don't say anything because they just, they love the queen and they understand she's old. That's not, that's not going to sell papers. That's not going to move the needle. No. And Meghan Markle wants to move the needle. They want to be people who are movers and shakers. Yeah in a way that they weren't and couldn't be living in that rainy hellscape where people just eat fish pudding. Yeah, and it's like, my grandmother's a racist. Whose isn't? Whose isn't? What is the year, 3056? Yeah, I right, mean, right, yeah. Whose isn't? Whose grandma's super progressive? Yeah, how's your story unique? Right. You know? But she got a deal at Netflix. No, it's so, smart. Yeah. Yeah, it's smart. Good for her. What else do we have going on here uh, in the news, Ben Ben's new job now is he uh, recently he gets a hundred articles and none of them are queued up for the show. I got them right here. Oh, oh, well, look at me being wrong. <laughs> Lamar CISD teacher remains on leave following viral rant about the students. What did, did they say? This? Here, I'll play it for you right here. Wait, Lamar University teacher no, no, remains on high leave oh. a week after she was caught on camera ranting about her students. Something that continues to get a lot of attention from parents and others. But some say this may be a sign of the stress many educators find themselves under. Jason Miles has this story. Lamar Consolidated's Harry Wright Junior High School has been open for less than a year. And a first-year teacher recently told students she's had enough. If I have to keep dealing with kids that are complete and utter morons, I'm done. In a video originally Good. sent to me by a parent and extensively shared on social media, <laughs> the unnamed teacher is heard complaining about students and venting about the job. Good. I want to be fired at this point. I literally am going to hurt myself if I have to keep coming here. Fuck yeah. She adds she wouldn't help students if they were in need. I have never in my life dealt with kids that are so awful that if they fell into a river, I would let them put away. She's blowing off As some you steam. Might imagine, I love her. Many parents yeah. and others have reacted to the teacher's rant with opinions ranging from outrage to sympathy. It's ridiculous. I really, really like, if she didn't <sighs> like what she does, I mean, why even be a teacher? We, we should never, you know, be at a place where we let, um, you know, let our personal feelings get to that point, particularly in front of kids. Oh, he's never Texas done it. Texas American right? Federation of Teachers President Zeph Capo doesn't know Zef the teacher Capo. in question personally, but says many have suffered emotionally amid the pandemic and related challenges. Oh, right now it's it's a time for grace. Uh, you know, yeah. it does sound like she needs to exit out and take a break. Yeah. In a statement, Lamar Consolidated said, "Quote: Parents trust us with their students every day, and unfortunately, the actions of a single person have the potential to breach that trust." 
The district called the comments disturbing and said the teacher is on administrative leave pending the outcome of an investigation, yeah. adding what she said is not a reflection of the campus as a whole and its hardworking staff. Snitch. In Richmond, Jason Miles, KHOU 11 Snitch. News. Also, I'm, I'm horrified somebody recorded her blowing off some steam. Also, it's her opinion. It's an opinion. She's blowing off some steam. It's an opinion. It's like if you recorded me saying something about my wife. Yeah. I love my wife, but once in a while you gotta you gotta you gotta yell it at this guy to get it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, she's dealing with dumb kids all day. Give her a break. I mean, the other thing is like it's not China where she's impressed constantly by their acumen. Yeah, these are dumb kids. They're dumb American kids. They're dumb Texas kids. Yes. Right. Yes. They so, all walk in. It would be shocking if she was like. You know, teaching yeah, Chinese were, kids who could play the violin, and she right. said that. But no, this be, is un, that's more of an accurate report. Way, that's every teacher in America says yeah. that. My friends are all te like their wives are teachers. Yeah. A lot of them are like, yeah, the kids are horrible. Yeah, they're dumb. The parents are dumb. And yeah, if they fell into a river, I wouldn't care. Like, yeah. that's every teacher as forever <laughs> yes. has always been like that. It is not shocking at all. Yes, and it then was, that fucking yeah. phony going up like. Tossing dirt. Oh, Zef Capo? Yeah. You like, don't think Zef Capo said anything un untoward? He had a fucking goatee. Yeah. He's like, we should never let our emotions get to that point. Yeah, goatees kind of come on, with the N-word. On the topic of Jews, I will say. <laughs> yeah, someone named Zef. What is this, man? And then he also says mm -hmm. it's a time for grace. Anyone who mentions God or grace. Right, yeah, time for grace. Time to check their credit yeah. card statements to right. see how many motels right. were in there. Yeah, there's a lot of grace happening. Yeah, there's good hint. He's, and Lamar. Yeah, he's in there he uses the motels as what do you call him a stabbing cabin well you know what it is let's get up let's get up some of these mm -hmm. videos here of uh what i love about austin is that it's relaxed people are relaxed they want to enjoy their lives it's not like california it's a place where people are peaceful and it's that peace that makes me feel at peace and i like it i think it's got a great vibrant downtown area where people respect each other and that's the most important thing for me. It's a cerebral town, too. Yeah, yeah. People are thinking. And so to me, what's good about it is the absolute lack of, uh, you know, problems that other major metropolitan areas have. You just don't have to deal with the things you have to deal with in L.A. and New York. You yeah. feel safe all the time. You always feel safe in downtown Austin. It's exciting and fun. Nobody's getting pushed into subway tracks there. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know what it is? It's just people getting together to enjoy just a great state of Texas. And that, to me, is the most important thing. It's a family place for different people that really enjoy each other. That's what I like about they, it. They figured it out somehow. Texas figured it they out. They figured it out to have a place without any crime. Family-friendly. Families walking down the street at night. It's Families crazy. Families love it. You feel safe all the time. There's no crime. So, to me, there's something about it that I just really enjoy. I was there, and I was like, I was shocked to see full families, generations, walking down the street, 10, 11 o'clock, window shopping, going into some clubs, just enjoying the night. It, it really is something that it's a blessing. I mean, the, the beauty of people just kind of getting together and enjoying each other, to me, is something we've lost in our society. The conversations you can have with yeah. strangers on the street. It's something that- They're I, so friendly. I have, I've experienced nothing but friendliness, and there's, there's a beauty- to when people get together and really just celebrate the act of being alive. It feels like a peaceful music festival every night. That's what Austin, Texas is to me. It's it's love. It's people 
that are expressing love. Giannis Papas, your podcast is on Substack. It's on Substack right now. It's on Substack. <laughs> I just moved it from Rockfin to yeah, Substack. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, it's on Patreon. It's on Patreon, patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. But you know, it's on YouTube, Long Days with Giannis Papas, on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's uh, subscribe to YouTube because we just, you know, you just got flagged. I got flagged. You got Thank flagged you. for YouTube, and then Joe Rogan helped you out. He came to my defense. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. But yeah, they flagged me for some nonsense. Because you said stuff about gays. I said some stuff about the gays. You said that the gay, gay people should be kept inside? I said they should be locked inside. Well, what, what, what was the quote? Because this is interesting. The quote was they should all... Be dead. No, now, now my channel is gonna get fucked. I'm kidding, of course. What I said was, I said almost an exact quote. I said, "We support gay rights, but could we please move the gay parade tonight so I could explain gay rights to my daughter without having to see your asshole before twelve noon?" Right. Fun joke. Yeah. And you were, you were given a strike. I was given a strike. And but then they rescinded something they gave you they, like two strike you got they, one off yeah that Joe I retweeted like a bunch of gay people saying like uh, it's hilarious I'm a bear and I think it's funny one gay guy goes it's actually a good point point. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and no one cared and then of course Rogan's thing almost went to a million views on Twitter and then another person named Lucy reached out from YouTube and said we overcorrected so we're bringing your episode back. And then I went further and I said, well, now tell me about the other episode. Because they took down two episodes. They took down two full episodes. And in the other one, I was talking about uh, Justin, Justin, Bieber. Justin Bieber's N-Word video. And did they say anything about that? They haven't responded yet. That one's... So you just have to keep fighting. I think you got to keep fighting. I don't know. Or you got to know Rogan? Both... Both one probably is much more important than the yeah, other. Yeah, because they see that I guess with him it gets some reach and may turn some people against them. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think it just doesn't make sense. They don't make themselves look good when they do that, you know? No, because they're taking things, ripping them out of context. Yeah. And they have a platform where a lot of people say a lot of different things. Right. And people make money doing that. And, you know, it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, this is what are we web two point nine? We're web two, but I'm web three. I'm just to just tokenize it. You're tokenizing. I'm it, right? just in the tokens right now. Right. I don't really give a shit about web two. Right. That's for you, fucking old. Well, I'm going to Substack and I'm going to transcribe Substack my podcast. Substack is web four. Yeah, I'm going to read my it's podcast. It's free web. <laughs> it's free. Everything's free over there. I'm just, web four. I'm just going to stand there and read it. Yeah. Prior Lake, Minnesota, Mystic Lake Casino this Saturday. Phoenix, Arizona, Stand Up Live. Come see me Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, in February, the 10th through the 12th. Tampa, Florida, Tampa Theater, Thursday, February 17th. Friday, February 8th, Orlando, Florida. Sunday, February 10th, San Antonio, February 23rd. Portland, Maine, come please. Tickets aren't selling because every man there uh, has a vagina. Providence, Rhode Island, Thursday, February 24th. Toronto, Ontario, they're moving it from February to March because you're still not fucking open. Albany, New York at the Egg. That'll be fun. To 26th, Concord, New Hampshire, February 27th. Um, and that's it. And then we've got a few dates being announced in March, including the Ryman in Nashville. Very excited about that. Shooting a special in March and then done. Done with the tour, off the road, leave me alone four or five months. Internet only. <laughs>
Or come to Austin or LA yeah. to see me live. Because when I'm on the road, off the road, it'll be, I'll pop in New York, LA, and Austin. Internet only. I love it. I'm going to find a professor and I'm going to break him. Yeah. I got to break a professor. Who's the hot new prospect? Who's the hot new? I think it's Eric von Schlossberg. I love it. Yeah. From, from Dimitri Junior College. <laughs> In from Brookdale, yeah, from Brookdale Community College, yeah, from the University of Plattsburgh, yeah, from St. Mary's, yeah, Maria's. Um, anything else? Where are you going to be live on the road? People come see you, yes. I'm, I got uh, some dates on my website. Uh, the rooms are a little smaller, but intimate, intimate and it's fun. nice, yeah, it's nice. Come see me February. Fourth, if you if you'd love if you want to, I'd love it if you come see me uh, February fifth at Soul Joel's right in Jeffersonville, Pennsylvania. Then Side Splitters in Tampa, February tenth, Edmonton, Alberta, uh, February seventeenth and the nineteenth. The Comic Strip, February twenty fourth through the twenty sixth in New Westminster, British Columbia. Then Bloomington, Minnesota, March third to the fifth. LOL Comedy Club, San Antonio, March twenty fourth to the twenty sixth. House of Comedy, Phoenix, April fourteenth to the sixteenth. And GiannisPapasComedy.com. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, dude. As always. And uh, folks, we will be back next week. We're going to... Do you think we're good? Do you think we should go back to Saturday night? Yeah, we could switch back to Saturday, uh, especially... We're probably going to yeah. go back to Saturday as the tour is winding down. Like, I think that's going to be the move. I've never liked Monday. We're going to go back to Saturday night. And then... Um, even though the views aren't really hurt. No, not at all. But, you know, I think we'll go back. To, maybe we won't. But I think we will. You can always watch me as a lead-in then if you move back to Saturday. I'm yeah. Saturday early in the day. Yeah. yeah. We, Saturday night, we were midnight. Everybody listened to it on Sunday. Yeah. And it was. Uh, I think that was good. I don't know. I do 2 p.m. usually on Saturday. Yeah. We were releasing Saturday, what, 12 a.m. Eastern, right, Ben? That's right. Yeah. 12 a.m. Eastern, late late show. Opposite SNL. <laughs> TimDillonComedy.com if you have any tickets or any questions. Find all of my content now and forever exclusively on Substack. <laughs>